Again, uh, what a joy it is to be back at St. Nicholas Parish, and especially today to have the honor of blessing uh, these faithful at Mass today. But I want to start by just saying thank you, Georgina. Where did she go to? She was just up here. Thank you, Georgina, for sharing with us uh, your wonderful God-given talent um, of artistry and of writing icons. And you know, when I see something beautiful and, and stunning and inspirational like that, my mind is, is, is just filled with one thought, and that's of all the other icons you can write. So um, <laughs> I, I hope your schedule is free for the next 10 years, and we'll be talking after Mass. How's that? Now, thank you very much. I, I uh, am always, um, the, how do you put it, very much uh, especially respect the four evangelists, when they surround the cross like that, you know, um, oftentimes on the four corners of a crucifix, there will be images of the four evangelists. And they are put there not for decoration. They are put there to remind us that we, as the church, cannot enter into the Christian mystery until we know the Christian story. That's a powerful statement. We cannot enter into the Christian mystery until we know the Christian story. And the evangelists are the ones who uh, communicate to us the story of Christ. And when we know that, then we can enter into his mystery, especially his um, passion, death, and resurrection. So more than decoration, they're actually a living instruction of faith every time we enter this space. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension. We celebrate today as a feast day, as a day of great joy, the day when Jesus ascends into heaven, and as he does so, he leaves the disciples, and those disciples very much missed his presence. The disciples asked themselves questions. Why did he have to go? You see, the early church really loved the resurrection of Jesus because Jesus was now with them in a glorified state. Jesus accompanied them just as he had done during his earthly ministry. He could pass through doors. He could be present whenever, wherever he wanted. He could direct them. He could teach them. He could speak to them. The resurrected Jesus was good news to the early church. But why did he have to ascend? That was a real problem for the early church. They didn't understand immediately the ascension of our Lord. They didn't understand the Christian mystery. And so Jesus had to send the Holy Spirit to help them and us understand the great joy that we celebrate in today's feast. And the good news is this, that just as Jesus joined our humanity to his divinity in the incarnation, so now in the ascension into heaven, Jesus takes our humanity with him. So that where he has gone, we now can hope to follow. 
That is the joy of today's feast, that Christ, our head, will bring his mystical body to be with him because he remains forever united, divinity and humanity. So his ascension is our hope of eternal life in God's presence. But as I said, the early church didn't quite grasp that. It took them a while to come to that joyful meaning. For the early church, especially the very first disciples, they had a very difficult time dealing with the absence of Jesus. And that led to two extremes, which we continue to experience in many ways today. For some of the early church, they lived in a kind of nostalgia, a nostalgia in which they were always remembering the good old days when Jesus was with us, when he um, spoke for us, when he acted um, and taught us. For them, they were living a faith that was based on a past reality of Jesus, a past encounter with Jesus, as they had known him long ago. Is it any wonder that the angels have to tell the women when they go to the tomb, the reading that we heard this past Easter vigil, the angels said to them, why are you looking for the living one among the dead? He is not here. He is among the living. They were looking for him in the past. Luke also knew that other Christians were very much focused on Jesus' future return in glory. So much so that they preoccupied themselves with how wonderful it will be someday. How great it will be when Jesus comes back someday. And so they were so focused on the future that for them, their faith wasn't being lived in the present. They lived in a world that didn't exist, the world of the future. They had a real problem being able to see and encounter and celebrate Jesus present with them now. And that's what Luke is trying to help them do. Discover the hidden presence of Jesus in his visible absence. When we understand the problem the early church had with the ascension of Jesus, then we can understand these gospel passages better. You see, because of the ascension, Jesus is actually present to us now, ever even more so than he was when he was limited by a physical body. Jesus is present to us in the appointments that he makes with us to meet us and encounter him, especially in the sacraments. When he said, I will be there in the breaking of the bread. I will be there when you baptize. I will be there when you forgive. Jesus is present to us in every sacrament. 
When we anoint, it is Jesus who strengthens, encourages, and heals. And so the sacraments for us are the visible presence of Jesus in his physical absence. And there's another good lesson in today's gospel reading. You see, as long as Jesus was with the disciples, did you ever notice that none of the disciples ever stood up to speak and address the Pharisees or the scribes? None of the disciples ever stood up to be martyred. None of the disciples went out on mission of their own accord. It is only when Jesus was physically gone that the church really began to become his presence. The martyrs began to witness the faith. The missionaries began to go forth to the nations. The preachers began to proclaim the gospel. Only when Jesus was no longer present do these things, to do these things himself did others step forward and carry on the work. Now that says something to us. God knows what we are capable of better than we do. And sometimes we only discover the capabilities that God has given us when we have to step up to the plate and carry on the mission. And we do so with confidence that we are guided by the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus himself continues to direct the mission of the church, our mission, from the right hand of the Father in heaven. Now that's important because if we look around the world today, we see the great absence of Jesus. We see hatred injustice, growing indifference, um, oppression. And these things are always a sign of the absence of God. What do we do about it? How do we respond to it? Or rather, what do we allow Jesus to do through us as members of his body? That's the real question of the ascension. Does the absence of Jesus cause us to become ever more his living presence? Or do we find ourselves like the Christians of the first century, living in the world of the past? If only Jesus were here, he would take care of it. Or in the world of the future? Just be patient. It will all be okay someday. Jesus would say to us on the Feast of the Ascension, blessed are those who live in the present. Blessed are those who witness their faith today, not yesterday or tomorrow, but today. Who know that the Lord is near, who receive him at table, and who live him in their daily lives. Blessed are they, for they have become living witnesses of his presence in the midst of his physical absence.